0: I love that ad. I love that ad. I love that ad.
1: Uh, hello and welcome to another very special episode of I love that ad uh, this week. As always, we're, we're joined by uh, my one, my only, my Wimbo neat, my wing, Shane W Brennan, uh, and we're also joined by Trevor Donigan, Research Technology Director at CORE. Welcome to the podcast, Trevor.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, great to see you guys again after such a, a long time apart. Um, yeah it's, yeah, it's 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 brilliant to uh, to finally get the chance to do this, um, and I must say it's um it's 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 fantastic to see how much you guys have grown this over the last couple of years. Um, starting off with such a, a simple idea and and growing it to what I, I genuinely do believe um is is a part of the the Irish advertising landscape. My uh, my sister is actually a, a director in one of the uh, the main ad agencies in Dublin, and they talk about your podcast and even within now. It's mad when you go into the office, you hear people talking about even the Des Creed one that was on there a while ago. And it's it's as much entertaining for me as it is educational and, and particularly for the new people that are, are, I suppose, have joined our company. And it's it's just brilliant to see how entertaining it is, particularly the old ads that, that get featured that you go, God, I haven't seen that in about five years five or six years so even as an excuse just go on to watch the ads and then to see what people think about it it's a it's brilliant so uh so kudos to you guys it's a it's a brilliant brilliant setup uh, thanks, thanks so very, much. Thanks
1: very much yeah i uh, appreciate it and i think uh, i think shane correct me if i'm wrong but that's kind of the balance we're trying to trying to hit a uh, bit a bit of crack but as well as being a bit educational at the same time
2: yeah it's just bringing to life like the reason it came out of was the fact that me and Aaron loved talking about ads and we were stuck in a pandemic and we couldn't do that so um just <laughs> This is the type of conversation we think people should be having about great work and just sharing great work with each other. Because as I said to you, kind of Trevor, before we went recording, everyone loves an ad for a different reason. Yeah, yeah. Everyone could love it for the technical reason behind it, for what it says, what it doesn't say, how it worked. Maybe it could be its performance or someone could just love the fact that it makes them laugh every time they see it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that's the important thing about ads that kind of doesn't get talked about in in a lot of meetings is that whether or not people love it true (laughs) so i think it's uh, kind of did
0: it deliver on the brief great move along yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's it's it was tricky for me because i remember i was talking to Aaron when we met in our offices there just just start of the year and um and he invited me on and i was like oh brilliant i can't wait to do it's like great just pick your top three ads i'm like where do I start? Like, there's so many ads. <laughs> it's almost out like out a there. loaded question. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, actually, this, this is easy. I'll pick some. Yeah. i pick anything random. And, you know, we, we mentioned there just, just before we start recording that, you know, there was, there was an ad that was there for um for, for Johnny Depp. It was a really cool ad as well. But um, but I wanted to come up with a theme and I wanted to, I know you guys say that you've moved away from teams a little bit, but I wanted to have a, a little bit of a theme. And I think the theme of, of the three ads that we're about to look at is, um, is really ads that are designed catered for men, but that don't preach to men, if you know what I mean. They kind of provide you a little bit of information, provide you a bit of entertainment and and allow you to make your own decision rather than kind of shocking you into trying to change how, how you act or think about yourself as well. So um so I thought, right, that that's really simple, that's straightforward. And, and and again I struggled because I came up with about five or six ads and and none of them kind of really clicked in. So I uh, so I cheated there last week. I um I actually went out and I asked a thousand people using, we have we've an online panel uh, that we work with in, in core research. And I asked a thousand people what were their favorite ads. And it was really interesting because when when I looked through the long list, I have them here in front of me, which I will send on to, all the usuals came out like Guinness, Specsavers, KFC, Coca-Cola. And I don't know Aaron, I sent you on a screen grab of just some of the examples that we had there as well that, that you might want to show at some point, but... um. But was really interesting. There was no real ads that were catered towards men that kind of put forward a positive message about how to improve yourself as well. So hopefully these three ads roughly kind of fit into that theme. What? But, uh, uh, <laughs> but one of the ads was definitely that that Sally um, Sally O'Brien ad we were talking about before.
1: You're you you're saying before we came on air that that came up multiple times on the on, on as people's one of, one of the people's favorite ads. Yeah, so yeah. I think uh, before we get into your selection of ads, I think we should have for for anyone who doesn't know this ad, you should know this ad if you're working in the industry. Definitely. Uh, and for anyone who does, you'll definitely want to watch it. So we'll, we'll have a quick look at uh, at uh, the Harp uh, Classic ad. <laughs> I miss about home is the rain and the greenness and the pint of harp and the evening before us and friends coming in and the pint of harp and Sally O'Brien and the way she might look at you and joining the chorus and the pint of harp all well, the money is good and the suntan is free you could fry an egg on the stones here if you had an egg And you could certainly sink a pint of harp if you had a pint of harp.
2: Oh, what a classic, classic (laughs)
0: ad. It's brilliant, isn't it? And it's it's kind of crazy when you think about that. That's how alcohol was promoted to to men back in the day. And comparing and contrast that to, to the advertisements that we're about to watch now. And you know what? It's such a simple ad. And it works, but I don't know if you if you were briefed with that today. I don't think you get away with making the same ad today.
2: No, I think no, what what I think is interesting. There's a few things about it because I've never looked at it critically really before. Obviously, yeah. I know what it is. Um, it reminds me of that kind of old songs like Spansel Hill, which is essentially about a dream of going home, yeah. which is kind of uh, ingrained in Irish kind of storytelling and 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 folk songs, as well as then the really smart subtle thing of him being the sweat they've put on that man in that last shot being like (laughs) no wonder he's dreaming of a cold pint of anything he is he is covered he's nearly dripping (laughs) off that thing so to visually then represent you go geez i feel a bit hot looking at him i could do with a cold pint, (laughs) and i just think those two that kind of like tactile or textual visual um kind of trigger to send someone to get a pint um because i'll be honest with you i've never had a pint of heart in me Neither have I. I think it's no. before
0: our time, but I think it, it yeah. harks back to a time where um, I, I was talking to my uh, my future father-in-law about this. He said, oh, that's a brilliant dad. and, and He's a, a cabin man. And he
1: yeah. he
0: was sent over like an awful lot of men of that generation abroad or an awful lot of them actually end up in Australia or New Zealand. And mm-hmm. it kind of taps into an awful lot of what was happening in Ireland at the time where, you know, there was no employment and the only real prospects of a future was to go abroad. And everybody that was abroad dreamt of coming home and there was that one girl that was in the bar that you always were mad about so he's kind of as you said at the outset shane it's kind of like it's that dream-like state that he was in thinking yeah. about to drink but um but the fact that i think it was about six or seven and, and i looked up their profiles. as well they're all older men recalled and specifically typed it out um yeah. it just shows how how it can be ingrained in somebody's mind for so long um but yeah it's yeah. a brilliant dad but uh definitely different than what we're seeing uh, today
1: Brilliant. So, with uh, I think that's the the perfect point to to hand over to see what your selection of ads then are. Yeah, are I, I don't so, know if they're um, as
0: timeless as these, but uh, but hopefully they are. So, so rather than than um, than than talking about going to a a bar and uh, and looking at that woman of your dreams, I suppose these next three ads um, are all about trying to encourage men to make positive decisions and women, but, but mostly targeted towards men as well so uh, rather than uh, than using uh than Johnny Depp we have another uh, 80s um superstar here in in this uh first ad so this first ad is um uh, for Labrooks and it's Rocky play together uh by London Creative Agency uh, Neverland so um yeah will we roll it there first and then yeah, have a chat let's have a let's yeah let's give it a look
2: <laughs> <laughs> that uh that's my first time seeing that yeah that's, uh yeah because it was funny i was literally because i was away there the last little while i only saw them tweet something ladbrooks tweet something yes. last was it last night and i saw the ladbrooks logo over rocky and i went How'd they get the rights for Rocky? I I, know, I, hadn't, I, I hadn't
1: seen the campaign. It happened.
0: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's only it's only out about I think it's only out about a month or so. Yeah, yeah, it's class. I, I saw
1: yeah. I saw it last week on telly, <clears> and <throat> it was it, if it wasn't the ninety seconds, it was definitely the sixty seconds. It was <clears> a long <throat> cut, but I'm pretty sure it was the ninety. And I was so confused. Yeah, I, I watched it. Right, I was like, oh, this is this is kind of cool. And <clears> then <throat> I saw all the people running in the background. and I was like, I don't remember that big of a crowd yeah so I, it literally got me to like keep watching i was like wait a second there wasn't a horse in a there's a formula One. yeah but like for a minute i went i was just watching the
2: scene and i was getting goosebumps with that music and that scene is just a phenomenal like scene yeah and i remember i was just i was like jesus i fucking love this scene and then i saw the ho- mm-hmm. and i was like jesus the director that's an interesting choice that he has him out running a horse that's a bit and i went oh <laughs> yeah. it's so subtle isn't it like it's at great at the outset
0: the, the first three or four seconds of the clip are untouched yeah and there's actually a really good um video on youtube that shows about how neverland actually went about recreating this and it's fascinating to see the technology that they actually used to bring oh, this I to life watch that. um but i was watching it there and i watched it two or three times and i was like either i'm seeing things or there's something not right with this ad but as you get into about the five or six second, you start seeing there's, a, there's actually a drag queen starts walking alongside. And I'm like, there's definitely, there's a twist going on here. And then you see a ballerina coming along and you're like, what is what is going on? It's totally confusing. But then when you start seeing all the sports come in, like you see the American footballers, mm-hmm. the wrestlers, the skateboarders, the BMXers, it's just brilliant. And the whole idea behind that campaign was really to try and reposition Labrooks, I suppose, as an entertainment brand as opposed to a, a gambling mm. brand, which which can have at times some negative connotations. And I think to be fair to Labrooks, you know, their industry is going through so much turmoil and change now with with, with all these new restrictions that are coming in the Irish and the UK market as well. So they've to, to strike a balance between getting the message out there about their brand and and, and using a brand name campaign like this and and also creating something that doesn't, you know, force people or encourage people to do excessive gambling. And I think for me to, to come back to the team of kind of encouraging men and I suppose women as well to, to make positive decisions. Is that if you look very subtly on the ad, they have the begamblerware.org plastered on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, now it's only for a split second. I would have liked it was a bit longer. Um, if they also have the two charities that are actually advertised on this, which is take time to think. And what's interesting is is that, and I love ads that do this, they actually provide entertainment, but they also give you access to information at the very end. And if you go on to look at uh, BeGambleAware.org or Take Time to Think, they're actually really good websites which show kind of case studies of mostly men, but men and women that have um, gone through kind of problems with gambling and how to be aware of the signs and symptoms of a gambling addiction and how you can actually gamble responsibly as well so I think to give credit to a brand that gets so much stick because if you look on Twitter it's kind of 50-50 people love the ad but then hate that you're messing with a, I suppose a cinematic classic but, but that final scene where he's running up the hill I think it was the Philadelphia Art Museum where he runs up and he kind of jumps up and he does the Adrian! I think that that has motivated an awful lot of men who've made some sketchy decisions down through the years to kind of Mm-hmm. look at themselves in the mirror and make some positive decisions. So I think there's a really nice fit that's there. And the VFX that are used on it, I don't know if you've ever seen the documentary that shows how Forrest Gump was made. Yeah, They they, they use the, the the same technology to bring that to life where they actually put Forrest Gump and he's meeting Nixon and he's meeting Kennedy and he's like watching the moon landing. And it's so realistic that you can't really tell am I watching something that was recorded 30, 40 years ago yeah. or am I watching something that's brand new? So, the way that they, they created a virtual world and then blended that in on top of the, the old footage, it's just beautiful.
2: From a from a special effects point of view, you're blessed with old um, like 35mm f- films yeah. because it's not 4K. So when someone mm. is trying to do special effects in 4K, that means the special effects has to match the 4K realism. Yeah, but yeah. if you look at those things in Forrest Gump, the reason they got away with it was because there were grainy shots on TV. So they down to the moon because yeah. so, it's yeah, easier yeah. to do because otherwise the brain, like it's the, I've talked to a few people, but the uncanny valley is is what it's known as where the brain essentially goes. That's not quite real. Now it scares me. Mm. So you get uncomfortable. Mm. So it's a big thing in the movie Polar Express. Yes, Polar yes, Express yes. Yeah, Polar Express terrifies yeah, yeah. me. It looks like a fucking horrorscape because <laughs> it, they that was before they realized they were like, oh, if we're so close but wrong people know it's not human and then just feel uncomfortable yeah so yeah. the you're blessed with like older films because the, it's not 4k so you can just
0: play can with the grain it. a little bit yeah, and tweak yeah. it and
2: it sells it way better because what you do the best thing about that was i didn't notice it I that's didn't notice true it you don't notice
0: for the first 10 15 seconds you're like didn't oh this is just rocky and i, I want to see that again yeah yeah
2: and that means it's perfect yeah so if yeah. you don't notice it it's perfect <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah it's yeah. unbelievably so, good yeah. really
0: enjoyable and uh yeah. Yeah I think I think it genuinely does um it does try shall we say or make an effort to uh mm. to give a positive message out there as well which is is Sorry, challenging to,
1: to be a, a devil's advocate are they forced to have those messages on it or are they I they it for, for I think because that it's, it's like a drink aware isn't yeah, it Yeah I
0: I think that they will eventually be forced I don't know to be totally honest but uh they if you look online that when they talk about how they make that as well they make references to that to actually being there as well so it's a good point are they forced to do it or not i don't honestly know where and i i, I would imagine they are but i think the fact that they're they're not trying to hide it um oh, yeah. they could put it in the, like they could put it in the smallest tiniest font mm-hmm. but i think to be fair it's quite prominent that's there and it certainly made me go look at that website that i probably wouldn't have looked at beforehand so for me it worked
2: my, my understanding, and I'm could be, i open to correction on this, anyone mm. listening or watching, is it's not that they're necessarily forced to do it. I think they were under a certain amount of social pressure and it was coming yeah. down the line. I think eventually they all joined bit. together. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. all joined together and was like, no, no, we're doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think they, they, they saw what was coming. So yeah. they got out ahead of it you know what i mean which is you know yeah and they're two independent
0: charities as well so it's not like that they're funded by yeah. Ladbrooks to the best of my knowledge or of the gambling mm. industry but um but definitely worth having a look um at their website if uh if you're feeling that like your gambling is going a little bit too far there shane yeah, but, uh, yeah it's, it's it's well it's well worth having a look they're beautiful websites as well to be fair to so...
2: them i wish i had okay. the cash to gamble <laughs> so do i so do i <laughs>
1: Okay, so we're going from we're going from gambling to drinking. Yeah, you can see
0: how I'm, I'm really using <laughs> the, the two industries that are known for promoting positive uh, decisions with men. So, uh, so yeah, this next ad, um, I was actually in Amsterdam a couple of weeks uh, ago there with with a uh, with a group of lads, and we were trying to decide where we're we going to do what we're going to see, and mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, Anne Frank got the cup, but we did go to see the Heineken Museum and uh it's okay it's it's not it's not as brilliant as i thought I thought it was gonna like in a storehouse you know um mm-hmm. but better but um but it is actually really cool there's a section in it where they actually show the the can uh gold awards that they won for all the ad campaigns and there's a small cinema cool. room where you can actually go in and you can watch all of their old ads and there was an ad i haven't seen for years and it was this next ad that we're about to show which is uh father and son uh by publicist italy the um that really people stopped and looked at and you went, wow, this is brilliant. So um, mm. so yeah, maybe we'll, uh, we'll give it a go and we can have a chat about it. Nico
2: Rosberg takes the championship 34 years after his
1: father. It's like father, it's like son. A child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way, but there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away. And Talking for I knew it, and as he grew you would say, I'm gonna be like you, Dad You know I'm gonna be like you But if it's it I'm gonna be like him, yeah you know I'm gonna be like
0: him. the the it's your so awful.
1: I've never seen that. No, Have I'm you not? not. No, really? no, that's the first time I've ever seen that ad. Oh god, there's so god. much to talk about in that ad. There's a lot <laughs> there's going so on much there. To talk about. There's a lot going
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I genuinely love that ad. Um, it was a, it was part of a, a series. I think it was the second in a series of campaigns there that Pubsus Italy were uh, were tasked with um, with developing. To uh, I think it was part of where you, when you drink, um, never drive. I think that was the name of the overall campaign. But if you brought that ad back out today. It would be so fit for a purpose now because if you go into any pubs and I know it's a long time since we've all met up for a pint and, and, and got out and socialized, but I was out in town there um four or five weeks ago, and the amount of people that are drinking Heineken Zero Zero or drinking the New Guinness Zero, it's actually particularly younger, like the lads younger than us now, it's kind of almost trendy and cool to be drinking mm-hmm. non-alcoholic beers or stouts and things of like that. But um mm-hmm. but it was really cool because similar enough to the to the rocky ad it kind of t- taps into you know if you've ever read that book how brands grow by by byron sharp And he, he talks a bit about the importance of linking ads to to memory structures and like positive memory structures yeah so similar up to rocky like rocky was all about wow that was a real feel-good moment i think we've all probably experienced that relationship with our father where you're competing back and forth trying to do that one-upmanship as well and what really got it for me was um I love the way advertisers do this, and it's hard to do. And it even comes back to what you were there saying. They're saying about blending two worlds together. Mm-hmm. The song, um, I think it's like "Cats in the Cradle" by I think it's Harry Coach Chapman. Is it Harry Chapman, I think, or I think I think it is. It but be, yeah. but it's really cool because if you if you listen back to it, they talk about um I love to spend some time with you, son. He says, "No, can I borrow the keys of the car?" And as that happens, he takes the keys of the car out of his hand as well. So, yeah, what do you guys think about? it?
2: Yeah, I love it. I think, that, yeah, Terry Chapman's Cat in the Cradle. I think Cat Stevens did a version with Ronan Keaton, Aaron. Ah, that, that, would, be, that would be. You're thinking about are showing your <laughs> uh, <Backed laughs> He realised what he did there, and then he shut the fuck up. Backed up. up. Yeah. <laughs> we're up. All, we're I know all secretly Ronan
0: Keaton fans, you know. Okay, uh, so. uh, secretly. Secretly. <laughs> 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 um,
2: yeah, I love it. I think it's uh, interesting. What was the, the first ad I remember in this campaign? Who was your man? Jackie Stewart. Jackie Stewart. I'm, you know. still, driving I'm you know. still driving. I'm still you know. driving. Yeah yeah, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. And I think um I think this is interesting because obviously when, when Heineken made this um this partnership with the double zero and we kind of all knew that this was coming with the double zero the minute mm. they could get the alcohol out of it that means they could really start tapping into that kind of male motor market yeah because um, yeah. you see it like you, you see the crazy sponsorships when you're like at monaco and johnny walker are sponsoring the f1 you're like how is this yeah and like Marlboro red
0: was on every Formula one car for about 20 yeah. years like you know i even ended up smoking yeah. Marvel red just to tap into that tank but then these are gone yeah
2: but uh no i think it's really it's done it's done really well i think as you rightly said it's it taps into that kind of relationship with one's father you mm. know what i mean and mm. um now those two men obviously are two um two f1 champions so yeah like kiki autom- and Nico rosberg yeah 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 they're automatically yeah. gonna yeah. have um a, a more competitive streak it's not like his dad is a you know what I mean some Someone passive is a farmer or something yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean he got his competitive streak from his father exactly. um, and I just think it's I like the way the whole way because um, you think you uh, think Nico is going to be dominating because he's the younger one but that's mm. never really the case because the wiser head always prevails true, and it's true. just f- to have that kind of then flip at the end to be like yeah no I'm not as young and silly as you think I'll be driving double yeah, zero yeah. and to have that be the the reveal to be like the one time he gets him
0: over in the mm. place you don't expect is yeah, yeah. right like they thought so. about like there's a scene there where he's lying in bed and like he's he's lost four or five times now to his dad It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. what the one way i can get him yeah. and uh yeah i think and, and it comes back to what i was saying at the outset that they're not forcing this on men if you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a very subtle thing that men can relate to yeah. and then at the very end it's look here it's i zero zero and look you can give this a go but you don't you know we're not we're not telling you you must do this, you must use this product, you know. Yeah, I, I
1: love um yeah. I love the uh the two things I love about one that they had to have every every car had to be Mercedes. Yes, uh, geez, Mercedes did very
0: well out of that. Uh, but I think they, they were both it. I think he was racing with Mercedes at the time, so that's probably that. He was, yeah. that was his last season
1: when he won. When yeah, he, was, yeah. he was he was Lewis Hamilton's um team partner. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is the storyboard that he's just after winning in Abu Dhabi uh, you know winning the championship does does his donut collects his trophy hasn't even gone for a shower and he's gone to the car park to meet his dad with the trophy mm-hmm. as if he's like underage football being collected yeah and yeah and so much so that in the first few seconds they've actually have extras in the background as engineers with like the team headphones looking over like sheets of data and stuff like that yeah, in yeah. a far background. Like, so the, that was, that was the detail that's gone into that. I just, I just love it. And you're like, okay, I'm in an ad now. Yeah, I yeah. know I'm in an ad. Yeah, <laughs> and just yeah. You just go with it from there. I love that. And you could
0: play that again. As I said, you could play that again today or you could play that again in five years time and people will still, particularly if you're a Formula One fan, people will still relate to it, but I definitely think it has aged really well. And uh, I think at the time when it first came out, it was like, it was a bit of a, a bit of a pushback because you know non-alcoholic drinks weren't as popular as they are now but uh, it's crazy even when we went over to the, the museum in Amsterdam afterwards they, they kind of give you two free drinks on a, on a wristband and it was all the American tourists they were all like in their 20s that. and all the Heineken were pouring was just small they weren't even pints they were like half pints of um fine but they were, they were, they were there were a few of the guys were looking i was like where is the zero zero stuff they didn't have it there on top so they definitely missed a trick there in the museum <laughs> yeah. but um you can see how fast forward a few years they'll that they'll, uh, they'll be doing that and they, it's it's well worth seeing if you get a chance to go over there though
2: the the only intro mm. i have an interesting thought on 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 the non-alcoholic stuff so i pitch- this is more particularly for irish culture i think mm. um i would love to be able to drink a non-alcoholic but not be in a non-alcoholic glass I would like a Heineken double zero in a normal yeah. Heineken glass. I would like a Guinness in a normal one. So if you go up to get a round and maybe you're skipping the round, but you yeah, don't yeah. want to get a water because that's not socially acceptable. Mm. right? And it should be, but it's just not in our culture. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would love if there was a way that you're able to go, yeah, yeah that one's just not a couple, put it in the... Don't double zero track. me here. But then to, to <laughs> flip
0: that, if, if you look at it, maybe that's the age profile we're in. There's, yeah. there's a young guy who worked, worked for me there. He... Um, he was actually, on the Westmead team there, um, that 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 won there, Jesus, I think it's about a few weeks ago out at this stage, and the Italian Cup, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the uh, I remember we were all going out, and it was actually a mark of pride for him that he was wow. having his Heineken Zero because mm-hmm. after this, he wasn't staying out all, all night, he was getting up to follow more and to go to the gym. So, I think the next generation are coming up, yeah, probably. And it's a big challenge for the GAA as well, which I think they're doing a lot of great work on as well, Is is trying to remove some of that drink culture that's there and promote more of the, the really good ad there that, 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 that shows, um, I think it was actually Rory stories where he showed like GA players from like 10 years ago compared to GA players today, like 10 years ago, they're coming up smoking a fag, I've having seen a quick day. beer <laughs> and now, now the lads are coming up and they've the, the legs shaved and yeah. they're drinking their protein shakes and they're doing their stretches. All and It's that whole world now yeah. that that's, that's emerging that I think, um, I think the alcohol yeah. brands are really going to be well geared up for.
2: That, look, that's positive. You know what yeah, I mean. Anything yeah. that allows someone to not drink if they don't want to um, yeah. is is a good thing. Definitely. So uh, I, that's that's great to hear. It's just for 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 I don't know. I find from our for our generation,
0: definitely. Uh, it's... I, I, you,
2: you'll start on the one, and then you'll get a bit of shtick, and then you'll go, "Ah, fuck it." Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and four o'clock the in the morning, and the next morning, yeah. like, I wish I gave it a go. Yeah, look, like, like, oh, it's too late okay. now
2: fuck, I can't
1: drive. (laughs) I I find it does open up a lot of options for when you're driving, which is great. So like if you're meeting someone for like two or three, you can have two or three zeros and you can still drive and it's brilliant. I I found that that's been a big help sometimes. I
2: love the the, the sly kind of dig so you'll get the dig in the group someone will dig you for doing it we'll just say something like mm. jesus you run the a marathon are you yeah, <laughs> something yeah, like yeah. that just so something yeah. to be like right to get you and then everyone else is kind of dissipated a little bit later on you're still on it you don't bite it and then they go no are you why are you actually drinking the doubles it could yeah. i'd like to have one but i don't know what's the context but, but my
0: father's take takes like I, I i remember um i showed him that ad when it came out and yeah. i I've, I I do enjoy my uh my pint of Guinness now and, and he's a Guinness mm-hmm. man as well. And anytime we go out, even though I'd already be drinking two or three pints of Guinness, when I go away and I come back, he'll have a little hike in zero zero for me there. I was like, There you go now, that's for you now to keep it going. I was like, What's the point at this stage? Like I've already had yeah. four or five pints of Guinness like, but um yeah. that's his little little banter that we have between the two of us yes. when we get, get to meet up. But um but yeah, no, I think it's a great ad and uh it definitely did start that conversation around Mm-hmm. Uh, zero zero uh, alcohol and drinks.
1: surprisingly well acted by a sports star in fairness yeah. <laughs> to be fair yeah. <laughs> in fairness yeah. to nico
0: they're not yeah. sports
1: stars aren't usually renowned for their acting well media skills, trained so. i think
2: oh i would well believe it yeah um
1: uh trevor that was a that's a great great selection so uh what can we expect for our yeah so and final
0: to finish off on uh, my third and final ad is 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 for a brand that's very close to my heart um it's it's for movember and Movember, I'm sure most people know what it is, but if anyone doesn't know what it is, it's it's a charity that promotes um, male health predominantly. Again, beautiful website. If you get a chance, have a look at it. And it really focuses on, um, I suppose, suicide prevention amongst men and and encouraging men to get their prostate checked and checking for testicular cancer as well. It's, it's close to me because I actually lost my best friend just during my final year of college to testicular cancer. And, and there was no information around about the time. You know, there was no uh there was no websites out there that that even touched on this subject as well so this final ad it's 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 a short and simple ad but um but for me i'm sure you, uh, you guys know I, I love my my cameras i love my drones and and this has lasers in it so for all the men that are out there that love their gadgets um this is November together we stand by uh by huskies i wanna stand up I wanna... and goes i need direction to perfection no 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 help me out
1: yeah yeah it's a really nice out yeah the, it almost looks fake <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Is, it's, it's is it real it is real yeah yeah Fair play to them. um no it does look good and like movember look i'm a big i'm a, I'm a rugby head so i movember is i think initially a, a new zealand that's correct. Yeah yeah, correct yeah 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 so yeah. it's a big thing it's always been a big thing in rugby communities kind of before it grew because every rugby player loves a dirty tash so yeah, like yeah. Um, even when it's not uh, November yeah, yeah even when it's not November <laughs> what they do is they they get they get a pass from the missus to grow it out in November and then they keep it and yeah, once you yeah. get once you get to January you might as well keep it you know yeah, um yeah. I love uh, I'm a big fan of November and uh I think it's 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 such an important. Kind of time of year and message where where it kind of they they wrap their message in a banter, which yeah, is I yeah. think is which is very important because it allows I feel anyway it allows men the freedom to be like oh no we're all kind of talking about this we're all joking about it yeah yeah you know yeah what I, mean? I don't it doesn't need to get too heavy too quickly it doesn't yeah. need to get heavy yeah. but if I need it to get heavy I feel like the door has been pushed open yeah you know yeah, what I mean and yeah. I think they do a really good job. Um, in in tackling that and that that's really nice that like to 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 put that uh, kind of saying together we stand in the middle of the pandemic wouldn't it mm. be june 2020 yeah yeah um yeah. when a lot of people were struggling um with their mental health being locked yeah. in um and maybe at that stage i think i think that summer we thought it was coming to an end little did we fucking know um uh, I just think really strong message to put that on the. the it is. It stats, is, and it's you know? it's
0: simple as well. And I think mm. you know when I saw that ad, the I suppose the, the inner quantitative research nerd me was like, oh, they quoted some stats, so therefore it got my attention straight away. But like, I mean, <laughs> the, there's so much research that's out there, and so much of it is quite scary. That talks about male suicide. It talks about yeah. cancer rates and things like that, and. I suppose they've they really striked a lovely balance there between giving information to men uh, and to women uh without kind of shocking them to the point where oh, I, I don't want to watch this or this is negative or this is too much for me to take on yeah. right now and uh, you know e- even though we've emerged from the pandemic there still is so many people out there that are going through hard times and now that we're approaching uh, dare i say a new challenge in front of us with the cost of living going through the roof and inflation and so much worry on people's minds there's an awful lot of people that are still on their own you know and the ad reminds me it reminds me of two things it reminds me i think i think you guys this was back when when we worked together when um when core put uh, a huge mustache on the front yeah. of um of the, the old offices on 16 sir john Rodson's key and it was really smart at the time because uh The guys came up with this really creative idea where there was a wireless this was back when when wireless tapping wasn't as common as it is now and you could actually go up and make a donation through the glass window at the front door even when the offices were closed and every time a donation came the mustache grew out a little bit more as well so i thought that was really cool but it reminded me of a piece of research that um that i was lucky enough to work with for a client in a in rural Kerry of all places and uh we were challenged with trying to reach out to um to elderly people that are age over 70, that, that a lot of them were coming together into kind of nursing homes and they were coming together into this kind of community services. And they were all told, leave, go home, stay away because you're obviously hugely at risk. Yeah. So the client who I, I won't name for confidential reasons, confidentiality reasons, they, they came to us like, we need to find out how these people are getting on. We need to find out what we can do for them. And we need to find out if there's anything more that they need beyond what we've, we've offered them. So we came up with a, a, a technical solution. We linked the software platforms we have to a, to a telephony system. And we we got to call all these people in rural Kerry. and um, We just asked them like basic questions like how are things, what do you need, things like that. Mm-hmm. What's amazing, some of the people we actually got to reach out to, we were the first person that they spoke to for two or three weeks. And they kept us on the phone oh, for Jesus. minutes. Uh, like most of the interviews were like five, ten minutes. There was one guy we were talking to for now like 45 minutes as well. And they just loved that somebody... Reached out to them and and mm. spoke to them and it was and that's what I love about when you get to work on something different that actually benefits people's life that that's beyond just adding something to a bottom line for a brand when you actually get to do something that makes a difference in people's lives. so so that campaign reminds me of the, of that time as well and and hopefully they're, they're all in the past but um but yeah for anyone out there that's going through hard times or you think there's somebody going yeah. through hard times you know reach out to people or uh or actually pick up the phone and call somebody and check on them.
2: Yeah, definitely. And you're right. Yeah, if uh, anyone is, is listening or watching this, just reach out. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't be afraid to reach out to someone maybe who might have gone a bit quiet on you. Um, Just check in. I think it's important. And if you're someone struggling, just reach out and talk. You know what I mean? There's, it's never going to hurt to talk. So, um, yeah, that's a, yeah. a powerful message, yeah. I think.
0: So those, those were my three ads that hopefully um, encourage some kind Great of positive action. behavior. Yeah, cheers.
1: Yeah, yeah very, very varied. Uh, it kind of adds that... Um, definitely would have they would provoke uh, an opinion Mm. uh, good, bad or indifferent from people so Mm. I think that's it's great to kind of see different selection of ads like that as well as being able to start off the show with an absolute classic that's never been
0: featured before. Yeah. Uh, with a Ryan. bit of a fluke now yeah. because you, you guys have got so <laughs> many... What, how, what podcast number is this or do we know what this, this is? This will be 82. 82, 82. 82. wow. 82. Wow. Because this I think was... it, it's going to get to the point and I look forward to see. Have you got that list pulled together, Shane, so we can check to see?
2: I, I pretty much... Well, I remember an awful lot of them. I think I've got to like 57. 50. I, yeah, I yeah. set aside half an hour and I got to 57. Because what happened at the start, I used to have on every web page. I actually put the clip and then I gave up on that like 25 in cuz I couldn't be harassed, yeah, yeah, yeah. changing the website every time. And then I was like the other couple of weeks ago I was like oh no, fucking future Shane's problems. And yeah, I was like yeah. now I have to, I didn't, to I one or two backups,
0: but I didn't have too many backups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, uh, no, it's
2: important I think we have that list just because we're getting to the stage now where yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: people are doubling. Yeah. now
2: in fairness actually. And I kind of it it stands to the what I said to you at the start. There's not as many double ups as you'd think. Yeah, yeah, but and yeah, it's, it's okay there it. if
0: there is because you know yeah. what I think of an ad, and what you think of about, what Shane thinks about it could be completely yeah. different, and that's what I love yeah. about this podcast is that yeah. nobody looks at, at an ad the exact same way. Exactly, yeah. I think that's yeah. the that's the main thing. Yeah,
1: brilliant. Well, Trevor, they were they were great ads. Um, whats uh, what's going on in the world of of Trevor Donigan Research Technology? director in yeah i, I, and I core did research
0: in I, I did bring um my good friend catherine up in hr which I know, I know you guys are good friends as well and i when i when i got this role um, we're not even in core anymore and we're being pulled up in front of HR. oh i know i know i know. <laughs> can not get away <laughs> but I, I, I did i did ask could i have uh techno king of core as my title but i uh, 40 elon musk has, has has trademarked that now at this stage but um but yeah i suppose i've been in core got over a decade now at this stage mm. and I predominantly work within our research practice um, where where my role is, is is simply just to find and utilize, I suppose, the latest and new technologies to try and help brands really understand the ever-changing world of consumer behavior. And, and God, have we seen so much change in the in the last three years? Um it's it's a, it's a really interesting part of the business to work in. Um, because when I started back in research. God, I, I started off out of college working at a bank, then ended up in pigsback.com during the recession, then ended up working in research. And when we look back to how ads were tested and consumer research was done, you know, 10 or 15 years ago and even today, like it's a world of difference. And mm. I think when you fast forward five or 10 years, the way that consumer research is conducted is going to be dramatically different, particularly when you look at like the metaverse coming down the line. And the new oculus headsets that are coming out like there's so many amazing opportunities that are coming up there and for me what's really interesting at the moment is, is all these new applications that are coming on board and in, in, in the field of ai and how that's now been brought into to uh to to research and you know it's 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 nice to get to work with all the big brands obviously that, that we're very in a privileged position we get to work with so many different big brands in core but it's nice to work on a small brand every now and again or something new and different or, or work with a brand that wants to try out a new technology. Um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, as the old saying goes, it's 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 no day is ever really the same. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm lucky to get to work uh, with such amazing people across CORE and and uh, hopefully be there for a long time to come.
1: Brilliant. And, and you have a piece of research that's um, about to hit the market. Yeah, the that's market. right.
0: Yeah. So I know, I know I gave you guys a bit of a sneak peek of it there. Um so uh the name really rolls off the tongue by the way uh, what do, what do you guys think so it's it's called um digital optimization building lasting relationships uh, in a post-pandemic digital world like very easy to remember whoa yeah <laughs> very researchy i know i know but um but it's a <clears throat> it's a really interesting piece of, of work that we've done over the last three years in, in, in core and it's um it, it looks at i suppose how people or consumers have adapted mm-hmm. to the, I suppose, seismic shock that was the COVID-19 pandemic, and particularly focusing on what that meant for online retailers and e-commerce as well. And it, it goes back three years back as far as 2020, and it's it's co-written by the amazing uh, Alana Devitt, who, who works uh, with me in the research practice. And what we identify within the research is this cohort of people that we call the post-pandemic digital consumer. Mm-hmm. And these are people that uh, I suppose when you think back to when the pandemic began, a lot of people were forced to shop online. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't want to. And when they did come on to a website, you've really got like three to five seconds, to make a good first impression. If you don't do that, bye-bye. You never see these people again. Mm-hmm. So this research really focuses on, uh, I suppose I don't know if, if you came across this, but there was a really good report from Price Waterhouse Coopers, and they talked about in the first six months of 2020 there was a nine-year um, growth in um, in online sales. So something that would have taken nine years to yeah. organically grow, um it, it happened in the first six months as well. And from 2020 to 2022, this was the first time that a lot of people got to go online and look at online ads. Or visit a website for the first time yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of brands out there that absolutely nailed it like if you think of i don't know if you've ever seen the boohoo.com ads mm-hmm. and their website they're a really good example of, of, of companies that really availed of the opportunities that, that the pandemic offered but yeah. unfortunately as you'll see within the the article itself and and i uh, hope you got a chance to have a, have a quick look through it as well you'll see that we identified the Irish consumers and these post-pandemic consumers who are spending now, even today, in these hard times spending more money online, they uh, they feel Irish brands and Irish websites have lagged behind, I suppose, their international counterparts. Mm-hmm. And within this research, we talk about how you can actually up your game as a brand and how you can cater for this new audience that I suppose have very heightened expectations. And if you don't meet them, then you're not going to be able to sell some to you won't be able to build that relationship as well so really on the back of all of that we um we have a solution that 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 spans all of the different practices in core so in core there's, there's nine different practices from all the different uh, I'm not going to try to an opinion try to to read them all off the top the top of his head I I won't be able to do it immediately but we have we've got tattooed on you know we've we've got, we've got <laughs> well, we've got strategy data media creative um we've got investment but all the different nine practices that we have in core Uh, we've got digital experts in them and i suppose i'm the digital uh, lead within the research practice and what we now have uh, we've been selling to the market god i think about seven years now is is this um, is this solution called core digital optimizer and it's something that i've worked with the team to develop and i'm sure you've probably seen ux studies in your time Mm -hmm. and they're normally done by kind of web developments or engineers and what a traditional UX company will do is that they'll kind of look at a mobile app or they look at a website Mm -hmm. and they'll go, how does that function perform? What does that look like? But what we do is that because we've got access to people like you, different agencies, we have access to all of the large brands. We've got access to, I suppose, industry experts in areas of SEO. Mm -hmm. um, We're able to map out the entire customer journey from start to finish. And that's really interesting because it comes back to the three ads that I was talking about earlier on they all kind of encourage people to go to see a website yeah Mm -hmm. and there's so many campaigns out there that are come visit boohoo.com come visit amazon.com come visit (laughs) booking.com but there are brands out there who spend an absolute fortune creating these beautiful ads and then they come to the website and the website is just flat boring hard to use doesn't fit with the amazing campaign and all the budget that was spent up front as well so what we really look to do is to try and optimize and that's where the name comes from digital optimization we try to look at every single point along the customer journey from what does the ad do what does the website do and importantly what happens after somebody buys from a, a website or a mobile application as well and uh yeah it's been going really really well and I suppose now is the time, and you see that at the very end of that article as well, where we're putting it out to Irish brands, you know, now is the time to act, because in a world where people are looking at every penny they're spending, and, you know, there's the old adage that, like, you know, you can get it cheaper online if you have a look around. um, You, you can't just stick with that attitude. Like, you have to offer a compelling experience. Same way you have to have a really good ad, you have to have a really good ad, a really good booking experience, and then you have to have a really good post. Uh, Post purchase experience as well. So, so yeah. So the if, article if, hopefully will come out. um I think in the next week or so, on you, you'll find it on our website um Onecore. So there's my plug right. for the day. Anyway, so
1: head on to onecore. if you want to read that research. Or I'm assuming as well, get in touch with Trevor Trevor Donigan on, on LinkedIn. Yes, please do. Yeah, um, I'm and happy to share it. More information well, there. One quick thing, just on, mm-hmm. on Trevor, you talking about Irish consumers feeling that Irish
2: websites um, have lagged behind. Yeah. Um, like I've actually had this kind of experience somewhat with a brand we worked with before who were based in the UK and Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I know from my own experiences, you have a concern with sometimes with social advertising that unless you say it's in Ireland, if it's too good, if it seems too big to be in Ireland, you'll assume they won't ship here. Yeah. And I know I get targeted with ads that don't ship to Ireland. I've grown up getting targeted with fucking ads that don't ship to Ireland. And then yeah. the big thing I think... I don't know, even from an optics point of view as an Irish consumer online, where is Amazon.ie? Yeah, so the fact yeah,
0: yeah, that yeah, Amazon.ie you know doesn't it's, exist. It's amazing. I, I don't know if, it, well, sure, sure, it's okay to say this, but um, yeah. but we used to, one of the clients I had uh, back before Brexit kicked in was, uh, was Parson Motel. Yeah. And oh, yeah. they had that brilliant setup where you could bring things through the north through a virtual yeah, um, right. PO box as well. And obviously Brexit kind of uh, created a serious headwind for that now. But, um, but, uh, yeah the amazon.de is your new amazon.ie shall i say and all you do is you go on you click there and you click translate into english and unfortunately um my fiance not so much myself but my fiance developed a bit of a habit of shipping a box here at least once a week so yeah I'm, I'm, i'm on a first name basis with the postman here the problem, the problem with .dot .ie, if you're looking at us being
2: super conscious in a carbon footprint point of view, now we're shipping shit from Germany. Exactly. And you're yeah. kind of like, lads, just can we not ship it? And then, I don't know, it just, it just as an Irish online consumer, I've always felt smaller brother to the UK. Mm. And it, you see that in the communications that we receive. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, as you rightly said, the onus is on the Irish brands to be like, no, no, this is our story. And we that's are the opportunity. Good yeah. as, that's yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just a shout out to a client of ours, Oopod, which is actually the new Parson motel. Um, they're they're doing. You can. They're starting to do that type of stuff again. So uh, yeah. While before um, Bezos gives me, I'm Bezos. I'm putting my hand up. I will run. He's listening. Amazon. He'd be listening, Shane. I'm sure he, he can hear us. Be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We know before are. he's yeah. planning <laughs> before he's planning to go into space um, I will ruin amazon.ie from swords no questions asked don't worry about it yeah. um, you,
1: have a, you have a big garden put a I shed have a big there. garden I, I, I a did hear they do have distribution a
0: distribution space. somewhere up there near their they service do, yeah. yeah I think uh, near, Blanche, near Blanche yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah so you can start seeing the, the prime vans uh, around the roads. so if you can go yeah. there a couple of weeks ago but if you so. go
2: if you I remember I was in Italy on holidays and uh, I ordered something from Amazon and it was there within 12 hours I was like what it's crazy good I yeah. was in the middle of nowhere in Italy yeah. as well I wasn't near anything and I was like we do not have a good experience yeah I think it's probably <laughs> the size
0: of our market they probably look we're what another Birmingham yeah. or another Manchester but um, yeah, but look watch yeah. this space chain. like maybe uh, definitely love it Amazon.e yeah. is going to happen sometime soon please well, God
1: this is uh, it's been a great episode until uh, we'll do more episodes until we become amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I just, to keep, just to keep them uh, open the door yeah yeah <laughs> exactly just a little nixer on the side <laughs> uh Trevor thanks very much for for your selection of ads They're, they were great uh, if anyone was uh, listening and want to see the the, the brilliant uh, three ads plus the bonus classic uh, go on to work with 4 slash podcast and you can view them all there like subscribe and give us all the all the loves on whatever your platform you listen to this on but until next week. Thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers to guys. Thanks. Great talk to you.